Got you, man. Gotta bounce back. Shout out to my homie Keys, Xavier Keys, on the vocals on this. Okay. Honestly, they couldn't stop me if they wanted to. Gotta get up, go out and get it, and that's what I'm gonna do. I've been focused, I'm not hungry. Yo, I'm starving, dude. Grind mode with my team, we making these power moves. Honestly, they couldn't stop me if they wanted to. Gotta get up, go out and get it, and that's what I'm gonna do. I've been focused, I'm not hungry. You're gonna starve and do it. In grind mode with my team, we making these power moves. Cause I ain't got no time to be wasting with all this music I'm making. Man, I'm tired of being impatient, so I keep making these moves here with my crew. Vow to myself to always stay true, so I don't care what nobody else do. I know why. Like an erection, bumps in the road, but nah, I ain't stressing. I don't work out, but homie, I'm flexing. Every time I get on the beat and I bless it. Rise and shine, and I never let another come and stop my grind. Cause I grind all night at the gig, no lie. Then it's back in the booth for some overtime. Come on. Nope. Mm-mm. Shout out to Miss Almoramos. Shout out to Miss B. Uh-huh. I said, uh, hey, hey. Hey, my mom's told me to get them, so I don't care what y'all say. I just keep grinding. Yeah, I stay working, cuz it's, you know I'm, I said, uh, that's right. In the lab with a pen and a pad, I, I, let's ride. Make it look so easy, don't it make y'all mad? One thing I know, one thing is certain. I can't stop, won't stop, cause me and my team stay working. One thing I know, one thing is certain. Can't stop, won't stop. On the grind, getting mine, I'm working. No sleep, spit heat, killing these tracks, and I'm not gonna stop till I'm up on top where I'm supposed to be. Everywhere I go, I scream as Pete. We more than a crew, we your family. Working, trying to get a couple Grammys. G had them sitting on top of the mantelpiece. Thank God. Go hard, they just mad cause I'm on my job But where I'm from is to the ground to starve I'm starving, I just can't do it Not having it, unthinkable So I turn in the stretch, I'm strong And now I can reach the unreachable Let's go Hey Tryna Yo, they I said I can't sit still I just laugh at y'all haters Cause I Yeah Hey 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 Hey, mom's told me so why don't, let's go, I just keep, yeah, I stay, cause it's, you know I'm, I said I, that's right, uh, in the lab with a pen and a pad, I, I, let's ride, make it look so easy, doesn't make you mad, one thing I know, one thing is certain, I can't stop, won't stop, Cause me and my team stay working One thing I know One thing is certain Can't stop, won't stop On the ground, get in mind, I'm working Don't ever let anybody tell you That you can't get what you want Whatever you dreaming for You get out there and you get it You make it happen Never mind the haters Real still Cause I All day Always Get them Yes sir I'm grinding, stay working, hey, I said I, that's right, in the lab with a pen and a pad, I, let's ride, make it look so easy, don't it make you mad, one thing I know, one thing is certain, can't stop, won't stop, cause me and my team stay working, one thing I know, one thing is certain, can't stop, won't stop, on the ground, get in mind, I'm working. Gotta. Yes, sir. Love him. Rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m.
the slap heard round the world. Oh, wait, no, wait, hold on. Scratch that, DJ. Scratch. You know what? Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is now 8 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And I know what y'all... Laughing with the morning time. Just wake it up. Ah! Monica, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good today. What a great day to have a great day. Josie Mendoza Geller, Angelica Guzman. Good to see you, dear people. Wonderful people. Fantastic people. Strong people. Determined people. Uh, what other kind of people? Um, thoughtful people. Helpful. Um, enlightened, robust, motivated, magnificent, even, dare I say, optimistic. You're all of those things. Yes, you are. Sally Bice, good morning. Spring break off work. Hey, hit the claps for being off work for spring break. Yeah. <laughs> Sally Bice. Jennifer Ryan Mayton, good morning to you as well. All of our peeps are here. Uh, can you push that bad boy up a little bit more? Because yeah. he's open a little bit. And he's, good vibrations. We have a door here in the studio. We got many doors, actually. But we have a door that houses our lighting system. And, ah, uh, yeah, that's better. That's better. Um, we have a door to house our lighting system. We have a blueberry muffin. We have water. We have coffee. And we also have each other. Uh, I don't know about you, but I was happy to get back here today. I really was. I really was. I was just telling a friend of mine <laughs> who works at a fantastic coffee shop around the corner from us. And uh, she was like, yeah, it's back to Monday. I said, no, you, girl, no. No. It's not back to Monday. It's the same thing. See, I haven't worked a job job in a long time. See, I actually do like what I like to do every single day of my life. Like I live my work. I try to have a nice, comfortable work-life balance, sure. But I work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's the same thing for me. It's the same thing, the same energy. So I was happy to be back here today to talk to you and tell you about uh, Craft Urban getting a liquor license. West Aurora School District hiring search firms to find the next superintendent and Aurora still doing much of its payroll manually, but looking at an automated system. Automated. Ah. <laughs> Sip it up. Sip, oh, y'all, we're going to do it early. Automated. That's almost as bad as chamber members. <laughs> chamber members. Yeah, we got some chamber, chamber members, y'all. Okay. Hey, that comes out naturally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first things first, Cheryl Brownell, on my way to work, no spring break for this girl. You work hard for your money, but but I'm so hard for... Good job, Cheryl. Keep it up. We're working too, aren't we? Of course. All we do is work. I already had my spring break last week. Ah, (laughs) spring break's over for Monica. Mm -hmm. Uh, Patty Bush, good morning to you. All right, listen to this, folks. Check this out. Here's some news for you. So members of an Aurora City Council committee recently were surprised to realize that the city's payroll system is still done largely by hand. How about that? Workers fill out timesheets, turn them into supervisors for review, and they read each sheet before turning it over to the finance department, which then processes each sheet. That sounds like the very first job I ever had working at Jewel, well, not the very first job I ever had, but the very first professional job I ever had working at Jewel Osco on 127th and Western in Blue Island, Illinois. That's what I had to do. Curtis, write down your hours and and add them up. And then give me the sheet so I can blah, blah, blah. That's back when the minimum wage was like, I don't know, not $15 an hour. Chris Minnick, the city's chief financial officer, told members of the Infrastructure and Technology Committee that the process is, quote, Labor-intensive, close quote. As you can imagine, it's inefficient and expensive. Sounds like it. That's why city officials are looking to get a contract with Ultimate Kronos Group of Weston, Florida, and Vector Solutions of Tampa, Florida, for a total of about $1.4 million to handle payroll at City Hall as well as at the fire department. 
The contract will be for five years, with the last two of that contract optional. Mr. Minnick said the $1.4 million would be the most the city would spend. It would be less if officials do not take the option on the last two years. The amount comes to about $218,000 a year for their subscription for both services. Excuse me, two both services. Members of the committee overcame their amazement at finding out the city still does payroll manually to recommend the contract uh, unanimously. Damn, your boy struggled on one. Ah, no, no. It's all right. We're going to fight through it. Too much social media. Okay, check it out. I'm going to read that again (laughs) because it shouldn't have been that difficult. Ah, all right. Members of the committee. Because <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. Overcame their amazement at finding out the city still does payroll manually to recommend the contract unanimously. Okay. Um, and according to Alderman Patty Smith, I'm all but laughing out loud that you're still doing this manually. Amazing. About $300,000 of the cost goes to Vector for the time and attendance work at the Aurora Fire Department. According to Fire Chief Gary Credence, uh, he said Kronos does not work well for the Aurora Fire Department because their scheduling, quote, is crazy, close quote. Firefighters work two days on, one day off, and have other scheduling oddities compared to other workers. Hmm. In addition to making it easier to keep track of firefighters' time, Vector automatically reports data to the state fire marshal's office. So how about that? Aurora's getting, uh, well looking to get a uh, automated payroll system. I I tell you what, I read this and I was like I totally thought that Aurora would have had a mm-hmm. a more slick up to uh, QuickBooks. Yeah. Whole world using QuickBooks mm-hmm. except for city of Aurora. Yeah. Damn. How about that? The time, like right? yeah, yeah. Like so. the time is now 8:07 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot. So The time is now 8:07 a.m. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. All the stuff that, wow. They need to cut a ribbon in the finance department. That's what they need. Where the mayor at? <laughs> Sir. Can we get QuickBooks, though? Right? <laughs> Why am I check short? Uh, processing fees. All right, Brooke Shanley. Hit the claps for Brooke. She is, yes. Brooke, good morning to you, dear friend. Good to see you. Anna Sierra, good morning to you as well. You awesome, awesome person. You, Anna Sierra. Is the Tom Hebert is here? Good morning, Tom. Good to see you again, brother. Uh, I was talking about Anna Sierra. Anna Sierra is the uh, founder and proprietor of a great company called Anna's Custom Treats. Have you ever heard of it, Monica? I have. That's good. Ten out of ten recommend. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Berries de Floor. That's right. I like the swole strawberries. Dip them. I'm gonna be saying it wrong, but the. Yeah, you know, macaroons. <laughs> the macaroons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are good. I love very those. Good. Mm-hmm. I love, love those. Those are really good. Anna makes those very, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, good morning to you, great people. All right, guys. How was your weekend? Uh, let me know how your weekend was in the chat. Give us a short little blurb. What did you do? What did you see? Where would you go? Who would you talk to? Did you have a nice Sunday dinner uh, yesterday? Or did you perhaps... Uh, it was too cold for water slides, so what would you have done on a Friday night? Or did you perhaps take the family out for some Rosati's or Maggiano's pizza? What'd you do? Where'd you go? Let us know. Uh, the time is 8.09 a.m. Now, I gotta tell you, this next story here, you know, one thing that we are not on this show, Monica knows this quite well after being down with this for so long, we are not pessimists. No. We're not pessimists. We're optimists. We are not people who say, oh, God, well, I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know. Are we sure that we? No, you're not like that either. We are people who will. We'll make it happen. But I see this and it did make me kind of I was wondering what's going on here. Western Royal School District hires a search firm to help find the next superintendent. Listen to this story and tell me what you guys think. The Western Royal School District 129 School Board has selected a Schaumburg-based education consulting firm 
I said consulting because I thought I was saying counseling until I read the T-I-N-G. Uh, to help guide them in the search for a replacement for Superintendent Jeff Craig as he approaches his final years in the district. Uh, Mr. Craig's contract with West Aurora will end June 30th of 2024. He began as superintendent July 1st, 2014. The school board unanimously voted to hire Hazard, Young, Atia, and Associates out of a field of four firms looking to help the district find its next superintendent. We can't do that locally. Don't nobody know nobody in Aurora who's a qualified. I mean, I never searched for a superintendent before. I don't know how the mm-hmm. process works, nor am I on the school board of District 129. But but they have like a two years, no? Right, yeah. We can't beat the bushes locally and see what we can. Well, I, I don't know. But um, according to West Aurora District 129's Director of Community Affairs, Anna Gonzalez, quote, the goal of the selection process is to match the unique needs of School District 129 with the best suited candidate. The board has not decided whether it will be an internal search or a combination of an internal or national search for the next district leader. We are roughly two years and three months from Dr. Craig's retirement date, and therefore we are very early in the process. Interesting. Judge Bianca Camargo is here. Good morning to you, Judge. She has had a birthday. Happy birthday, Judge. We sang sang happy birthday on Friday, too. We did that. We did that. Norma Peterson, Michelle Gums, Casildo, Maria Chirito. Look at all of you great people. Have a great day, everyone. Make today count. Pay it forward. Thank you very, very much, sir. Uh, It goes on. Board members were interested in making sure there will be involvement from parents, staff, students in the community when it comes to picking a new superintendent. If they're interested in making sure there'll be involvement from parents, staff, students in the community when it comes to picking a new superintendent, why are they hiring a Schomburg-based company to help guide in the search for a replacement for the superintendent? I mean, see, this is... Right? Mm-hmm. Like I said, like we, when you read it back, just read it back. Sometimes that's the fun thing. Read it with any book you, any book, magazine, article, anything. It works the same way. Read it, and if it piques your curiosity, it makes you go hmm, hmm, hmm. Right, I messed that up too. <laughs> <laughs> that's supposed to call me out on air. Hmm. <laughs> I was just doing it again. I didn't even notice. It. Ah, all right. Um, yeah, makes you say, wait a minute. That's not what I read two paragraphs before. Listen to this. Representatives from, oh, uh, excuse me. The board uh, approved a contract with the firm at a negotiated price of $16,000. Uh, part of the selection process has yet to be determined as well. According to Ms. Gonzalez, quote, there will, these will be some of the questions the board will be defining as they begin their work with Hazard, Young, Atia, and Associates in the company months. Uh, Representatives from the company and Jane Westerhold gave their pitch at the school board meeting uh, on March 7th. Harris said he recently retired as superintendent at Barrington School District 220 after 34 years in public education. He previously was superintendent at Wheaton Warrenville District 200 and an assistant superintendent and principal at St. Charles District, uh, District 303. Quote, I am familiar with the region and excited to exist if you so choose. Ooh, I like that. I like that energy, bruh. I like that. Uh, Ms. Westerhold is a retired superintendent. She retired in 2016 uh, from Displains districts, including Highland Park and Deerfield. She previously was an assistant superintendent. Uh, both Harris and Westerhold have experience in large school districts. So what do you guys think about that, you guys? Um, we're going to be outsourcing our search for a superintendent. What do you guys think about that? What do you think about that? Um, I mean, I've been part of a hiring process at Aurora University when the um, director of the Latino and Latina Initiatives office was mm-hmm. looking for a new director. And yeah, I think it should be like, it should be kept like local with like the students and like other faculty and stuff like that. Just right. because... I mean, like, it's it's nice for someone to come in and already sort of 
know like how like the culture is and right. stuff like that. So exactly, know the people. Mm-hmm. I think which, it which makes, makes it an me, easier like transition. Yeah, with the, everybody else. Which makes me wonder why would why would and this is just you know because we don't know so we ask questions mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody in the in the chat can tell us why would the school board of West Aurora District 129 and all of its members, why would they have to rely on a firm based in Schaumburg Mm -hmm. to find a superintendent for their local high school? I, you know, right? Mm -hmm. It just kind of boggles the mind. If somebody was like, Curtis, we need your help finding a great place in downtown Aurora for a new local business to pop up. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a great? Does it have parking? Does it have access on the transportation? Mm-hmm. Can people walk there with a short five minute bike mm-hmm. ride? And I was like, okay, Monica, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna reach out to apartment finders in Elmhurst, mm-hmm. so they can help us. Help what? No, nah, we know what's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Casino sent something. Maybe they should have local people apply. Then if they can't find one locally, then hire a company. It would save all that money. Yeah, sixteen thousand dollars. I agree. I agree. If anybody knows a good superintendent, if anybody's looking for a job, West Aurora needs you. Mm-hmm. When do y'all apply? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Franco Liccioni, good morning. Michelle Gums, things that make you go, hmm, exactly. And good morning to our dear friend Josue Pais. Good morning to all of you guys. All right. Um, so Monica, if you'd be so kind, the time is eight seventeen. Would you please? Would you please, please, Monica, take us to a commercial. Give us some joints, bring us back. All right, good morning, everyone. Here are your local headlines. Real news, real people, real stories, 100% Aurora. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on all of our content. There you can also watch all of our interviews and receive notifications when we go live. We will put the link in our chat. The in-house coffee program is a new feature of Java Plus, a month of of unlimited coffee for $8.95 while in the coffee shop. Ask staff for more details the next time you're in Java Plus. Java Plus is located at 1677 Montgomery Road here in Aurora. The Illinois Homeowner Assistance Fund program provides direct assistance to prevent mortgage delinquencies defaults, displacements, and foreclosures for income-eligible homeowners experiencing pandemic-related hardships. Starting in April 2022, the state will begin accepting applications for homeowners for grants of up to $30,000 to eliminate or reduce past due mortgage and property tax payments. Find out if you're eligible for up to $30,000 in homeowners assistance by clicking the link that I'll be sharing with you all in the chat. The Kane County Sheriff's Office is hosting a kids' gun safety discussion on April 9th from 10 a.m. to noon. Topics discussed will be gun disposal, the safe storage of guns, basic gun safety rules, and much more. There's a QR code to scan for registration on the shared social media flyer, or you can also register by clicking the link that I'll be sharing in the chat. Saturday, April 9th, from 8 a.m. to noon, there will be a community cleanup service project focusing on Fox River and Indian Creek. This is a great community effort with our partners of Fox Metro, Kiwanis International, Aurora Township, the City of Aurora, and Fox Valley Park District. The neighbor project will be there as well. Check-in will be at 8 a.m. at the Cole Center, located at 101 West Illinois Avenue, Breakfast snacks for check-in. There will be breakfast snacks for check-in and they will provide lunch for all volunteers after. We've taken part in one of these before. It's a great time serving with an entire community. For more information or to reserve your spot and volunteer, contact Pat Devine at 630-301-6817. Yes, Pat Devine, that's right. Call Pat. Call her. Call Pat, y'all. Call her. Call Pat, y'all. Call her. Call Pat, y'all. Call her. 
All right, yes. Hit the claps. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. And who can volunteer like me? Nobody. Who can give you the waivers? Nobody. Nobody. Who you want to? Nobody. It's the jam, right? It's yeah. the jam. <laughs> um, so, real quick, I want to say something here. Oh, Michelle, I'm not afraid to say that I'm very upset that this program is so late being rolled out. Many folks have already lost their assets and or their homes. The mortgage assistance program should have been rolled out at the same time as rental assistance programs. Sorry for those who lost all they work for. Yes, that is uh, that is quite true. That is quite true. There, the rents, or excuse me, the rental assistance programs came first. Then came the mortgage assistance. And for those people who were homeowners, they had to make many unfortunate uh, sacrifices like dipping into money that they perhaps didn't want to to save their homes or being forced out of their homes. Um, that is quite unfortunate. The same thing happened to renters. Uh, I can tell you this. The Neighbor Project does continually work hard hard to help as many people as they can who are facing those situations. We have fantastic housing counselors like Jaria and Cynthia Rico who can help for anyone who has any questions about home ownership, retaining the home that they live in, everything from forbearance to taking part in the ILHAF program. They are encouraged to call 630-906-9400. The number again is 630-906-9400. The time is 822. Okay. Uh, Dan Barrero is here. Good morning, Dan. Oh, Dan. We love Dan Barrero. You can yeah, 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 do it for Dan, I guess. Dan says it is common to hire a firm to vet high-level positions. They don't make the final decision. They help develop the applicant pool, screen applicants, present a list for potential interviews. They assist with reference checks, credentials, background checks, etc. They also help provide an unbiased, an unbiased perspective. The board has the final say. Well said. Uh, for those who don't know our dear friend Dan, he uh, worked for the city for many years and retired recently so shouts out to him thank you very much for that damn um and sally bias i got a letter from my mortgager offering assistance in 2020 okay uh, once again the number for the neighbor project 630-906-9400 um dan was talking about our article here in the beacon about uh, the west aurora school district hiring a search firm for its next superintendent that is one of the reasons why Thank you for that information because I did. We did miss the yeah. There would be bias of the local yeah. area. You're right. Mm -hmm. Somebody's on the board. Maybe you mm -hmm. went to high school. Oh, who? Jim Smith? No, nah, you know. So yes, you're right. Exactly. That kind of thing would happen. Bias does creep in. People ask me all the time, Curtis, where are we going to go for coffee? I tell them Treadwell. Mm -hmm. I live right across the yeah, street I tell from Indira. Right on Broadway. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I only. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm only going to spit what I like. Yeah. <laughs> Curtis, where's the best tavern on Broadway? Tracy Duran, good morning. Happy Monday, Gams fan. Good to see you. Good to see you, Tracy. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so I have some great stuff to talk about here. I got some local news that I'm going to give you guys about Egg Hunt on the Island offering non -traditional, uh, a non-traditional Easter egg hunt. Uh, and this will be with several downtown businesses on April 9th. Uh, so from 1 to 3 p.m., a storefront scavenger hunt continuing uh, through Easter will be going on, being held by Aurora Downtown. Similar to a First Friday's event, there are several participating venues, each offering a unique opportunity to enjoy. The event is rain or shine. Okay, so check this out. Visitors are encouraged to stop by Bunny at the Gazebo at Millennium Plaza on Stope Avenue for free photos and grab a map that will lead them to fun and goodies throughout downtown Aurora. Oh, it's going to be lit. I can <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Uh, Raquel Orta is here. Good morning, Raquel. Good to see you. Good to see you. Raquel Orta is a friend of the show. And she is the owner, proprietor, and founder of Rachel's Decorations. Get to know her by checking out her Facebook page. Uh, okay, well, here's the egg hunt places. Simply Destiny, 122 West Downer will host pop-up vendors and offer a craft 
Uh, Wickward House will be an egg stop. Treadwell is going to be a coloring stop. Uh, Zenloft will be open with an instrument petting zoo, coloring pages, game stations. Visitors are also invited to hang in hammocks and shop at Eye of the Angeles Metaphysical Shop. Ain't nobody going to even come to the, the bunny. They're, they're going to be at Zenloft hanging out. Uh, Aurora Historical Society at the uh, David L. Pierce Art and History Center will host a treasure hunt. How about that? With the Aurora Story exhibit, find and check off items listed on a clue sheet. Hope Chest will invite customers to pick an egg for a percentage off their total purchase. Children can pick an egg for a chance to win something free. Cool. Stope Island will have egg-shaped cookies. Bally Door will be an egg stop. And Society 57 will host fun activities for kids in the balloon photo wall. The library will offer balloon twisting by Papa Balloon, a bunny scavenger hunt, and egg artwork by local students. Uh, very cool. So for a full list of these, you can go to uh, the Aurora Downtown website, auroradowntown.org. Shouts out to Marissa Omoni, who said, quote, we are excited to return to an in-person event this year and involve more than a dozen downtown businesses in our non-traditional downtown-wide egg hunt event, close quote. She is the manager, excuse me, of Aurora Downtown, a nonprofit of downtown business and property owners. The time is 826 a.m. Casildo says the weekend was a great one. The birthday party fundraiser for the best candidate judge, Bianca Camargo for Kane County Circuit Judge. Then the awesome event by Rotary Aurora Sunrise. Thank you, Alderman Wani Garza and Judd Lofshi. I'm going to give him real class. Yeah, we can do that. Yes. Yeah, give it up. Give it up. Okay. Um, I've got something new that a lot of our listeners will love because this is a uh, it's from a, a beloved Aurora institution. And actually, Monica, this also qualifies as that thing. Karen Caputo, good morning to you as well. Said hi to Michelle Gums. Good to see you. Um, so the Air Classic Museum of Aviation opens for the season April 2nd uh, in Sugar Grove. Now, the Air Classic Museum, as you guys know, if you're a fan of this show, they are friends of ours. We were fort- We had six members of the Air Classic Museum. All of these gentlemen are volunteers. Of the six, five of them are veterans, active duty military veterans. We had them on for a special Veterans Day episode last year, and it was fantastic. Uh, to hear these guys share their stories and their experiences. And one of the great questions that I had, I'll get back to the news, but one of the great questions um, that they answered for us was, uh, what does America mean to them? We had six different people give their opinion of what America meant to them. They all work at the exact same location, but their opinions were absolutely different. Uh, And uh, that's the kind of thing that we need more of in the world. Okay, uh, the Air Classics Museum will open the doors on the 2nd, which is a Saturday of April. Uh, the museum is located one mile west of the Aurora Airport. The museum's open Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Admission, adults 16 to 61 are 10 bucks. Seniors 62 and up, 7 bucks. Kids 5 to 15 are 5 bucks. Uh, children under 5 are free when accompanied by their parents. Group tours are available Tuesday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 3 The exhibit uh, consists of indoor displays of aviation memorabilia from the 1930s to the present, including uniforms, engines, and a full-size mock-up of a Boeing 737 cockpit. Outdoor flight line consists of a RF-86 Sabre, a TA-4J Skyhawk, an F-105 Thunder Chief, a T-39 Sabre Liner, an F-4B Phantom II, believe that was the Vietnam or uh, Korean era airplane, an A&E Corsair, a Huey helicopter, which is the AHU TAC 1 designation, the Huey and Corsair, saw service in the Vietnam War. Also on the line are full scale, rep, full size replicas of a P 51 Mustang, a P 40 Warhawk, 47 Thunderbolt, and a BF 109 Messerschmitt. It's German. For more information, call 630 466 That number again is 630 466 0888. And Monica, could you put that? Um website for them in the uh, chat too please thank you very much Deb Sturgis is here good morning to you Deb good to see you dear friend Jeff Roxy Witt good morning to you as well so many awesome people tuning in it's Monday ladies and gentlemen we hope that you guys had a great weekend we're happy to see you Um, 
and yeah, we're we're we, you know we're 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 blessed. We're together, and we have coffee. If you have coffee at home, sip it up. Jeff Roxy Witz, you just joined us. Sip it up. Ah, okay. So we got, and actually, I'll let you deliver this in a little bit here. This is our news from our friend Yolanda Dunn. Um, I've got news about poetry, and I've also got news about craft urban uh, as well. And I've got a contract, too, coming up here. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. In honor of National Poetry Month this uh, April, coming up real soon, April's next month, ladies and gentlemen. We're four months into the year already. It's this weekend. Oh, yeah, it is this weekend. See? Like I said, coming up soon. Aha. All right. Um, the Aurora Downtown is hosting a call for poems. This call is open to any writer currently residing in the Fox Valley region. All right. Um, so here are the details. Each poet may submit one original poem. The poem's theme should be rebirth. Your submission may have been previously published so long as you retain the copyright. Your poem should be no more than 20 lines in length, including the space between stanzas. If you submit a poem in a language other than English, include an English translation. Um, the format for submission, submit your poem as a Microsoft Word document attached in an email to kfc16 at sbcglobal.net. Uh, uh, Monica could put that in the chat for you guys too. KFC16 at sbcglobal.net. Uh, do not put your name on the Microsoft Word document. Include your name, current mailing address, phone number, and email address. Uh, What's the at? At SB, sbcglobal.net. Yeah, KFC16. That's our friend. All right. And coming up, First Fridays is coming up April 1st. Are y'all ready for this? Are you ready for this? Remember the, the, the Bulls when they come out? Or any sports team? It's the most generic sports chant ever. All right. Um, so here's a lineup for First Fridays. I'm not going to read all of this because there is a whole lot, but... Aurora Downtown and First Friday are celebrating the 10th season of bringing art, music, and more to dozens of downtown Aurora storefronts. First Fridays welcomes everyone to explore the growing arts and culture scene on May, uh, excuse me, yeah, May 6th. Aurora Downtown will celebrate with the return of the popular food truck festival on Benton Street. Uh, nearly two dozen venues will be open if these walls could talk. Will present a group effort, a four artist group exhibit featuring the talents of Casey Alexander, Kat Lyle, Anton Vitek, and Tom Mahady from 7 to 10. All right, Gary Brown Art and Gallery will feature Mark Redina stained glass, um, art and antiquities for sale from 5 to 9 p.m. Aurora Tap House will feature live music by a true company band starting at 9. Treadwell will host live music and works by a new artist from 5 to 9. Tavern on Broadway will feature a friend of ours, Olivia Ports, from 7 to 10 p.m. Oh, it's so... Yeah. See, I'm just thinking back. It wasn't that long ago. Aurora, Olivia Ports, was in the same studio. And now look. Um, French 75 will launch a new springtime cocktail. The cocktail bar and art gallery is open till midnight. Uh, Aurora Public Library will be open with live, all-ages improv, and knuckleball comedy, a bright idea craft, and a green screen photo op from 6 to 8 p.m. All right. Um, so, yeah, lots of stuff going on. Lots of cool things going on. Oh, actually, here, there's one on this page I wanted to read uh, to you guys, too. Um, the Perch, located at 31 West Downer Place, third floor will host 1,000 Paper Cranes Memorial. Come see the finished memorial with Paper Cranes, marking two years of the pandemic and honoring all the people we've lost. Light refreshments will be served uh, from 5 to 8 p.m. There is your list of uh, some of the First Friday lineup going on. We hope to see you guys out there. I see a lot of good pics every time you guys go out, so continue the good work. Uh, Leo Zarco, good morning to you, Leo. Good to see you, dear friend. Tracy and Karen Caputo, thank you very much for your stars. We appreciate you. Norma Peterson, as always. Norma Peterson is the 
founder of document or excuse me uh, executive director of document the abuse uh, get to know all of the work done with the EAA, EAA the evidentiary abuse affidavit uh, Norman Peterson is a friend of the show now here is something yeah I'm gonna do this one next cuz I you know what see this is something this makes me happy now I saved this article you guys know I was in a little bit of a physical dilemma there for a little bit. A brother was, you know, Mercy Hospital, shouts out. And I'm be I was behind on the news for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now I, I wanted to bring this story up. This is good news. And it's gonna also coincide with a shout out. So let's let's read this together. Um a recent vote that frees up $1.62 million in federal grant money for a Rome Aurora homeless shelter project is, quote, nothing short of miraculous. Now, also, the person who wrote this uh, great article is a person I've been reading for many years, and I was honored to have that person be the first person to interview me. Um, I will read part of this. It's been a long winter. For Hesed House Executive Director Joe Jackson. And not just because the Aurora Homeless Shelter was, even with this partially renovated facility across the road at 680 South River Street, filled to near or full capacity for much of the last six months. Or because those guests included a record number of families seeking shelter and food in the wake of a long pandemic and rising inflation. Some of that Unfortunately, the products of not qualifying or being helped by the rent assistance or the mortgage assistance. It's a local issue. A national issue felt locally. What also kept Mr. Jackson up at night was the prolonged wait for $1.62 million in federal grant money that the shelter was counting on to continue phase two of its largest expansion project ever, turning a 40,000 square foot former mattress factory into a new and improved shelter for a burgeoning homeless population. The word of the day is burgeoning. Burgeoning. She got that. She don't need to spell it. You don't got to spell it for Monica. Monica know that. Uh, but when the $1.5 trillion omnibus spending bill, which included the Aurora Shelter's funding, got stalled in the Senate last August, Mr. Jackson's worried lines got deeper and time was running out because Hesed House had to use its combined $1.78 million in COVID relief grants from Kane and DuPage counties by the end of March or risk losing that money. And so with only funding from the CARES Act cash and private donations in hand, Hesed House did what this nonprofit has been known for since it was founded by a group of local churches in 1982. I didn't know that. It took a leap of faith. And at the beginning of the month, ground was broken on the project's 15,000 square foot second phase, excuse me, second phase, tearing apart the entire ground floor of the back end of the building, filling in the basement era area and laying new flooring and cement for the dock. If the federal grant money did not come in, according to Mr. Jackson, we'd be doing a lot of pivoting and a lot more work trying to finish. That's why the night of March 10th was especially excruciating as he lay in bed live streaming the critical Senate vote on this massive spending bill with wife Trisha sleeping next to him. Or should I say trying to get some shut eye as her husband anxiously watched the debate. Uh, he says it was a nervous wreck, a lot of foot shaking, muttering things. But when the 68 to 31 vote was officially announced, he got so excited that all his jumping and yelling woke up the couple's two young daughters. Uh, quote, there were definitely tears in my eyes because I know what this means to our guests. The fact this came through at the last minute was nothing short of miraculous. Close quote. Um, awesome. So congratulations to our dear friends of Hesed House. Joe Jackson in the chat, though. Michael Jackson, daddy. Where he at? Is he in the chat? He's not. But Joe Jackson gets to shout out anyway. Joe Jackson is, again, the executive director of Hesed House. Uh, he tunes into our show regularly. We are glad to highlight this good information. Uh, so shouts out to the staff of Hesed House, friends of ours, and uh, Mr. Joe Jackson. Uh, it all became real, more real for Jackson and his staff when he met with 
U.S. Rep. Bill Foster staff on Thursday morning to iron out the logistics and learn the check will be presented by Foster in April. Then it's full speed ahead on this project that, when completed by late fall or early winter, will not only add a commercial kitchen and dining area to the already existing space, but will provide shelter for close to 300 adult guests, a 54% increase in overall capacity for Hesed House. That's why rent relief and mortgage assistance is so helpful. Um, let's see here. Across Kane County, only 5% of rental units are available and rising rents are pricing out a lot of people. Um, because of the COVID-related burnout, the shelter has lost staff, which must be replaced. And with the virus now laying low, the nonprofit is gearing up for the return of its 8,000 volunteers, which is a major bonus, but will require considerable effort to mobilize again. All right. Good uh, job to our team of Hesed House. They continue to go, do good work. Oh, so much news. <laughs> it's 8.41 a.m. Aisha Saxon, good morning to you. The word of the day is in there. Emily, we were just talking about uh, Zen Law. We were just talking that you're going to have hammocks and all kinds of good things going on for First Friday. So, shouts out. Get to know Zen Law, 6 West Downer Place, right on top of QT3 Systems. Friends of ours. So, when you go in there, have a good time. Take your shoes off. I said, take them off. Take your shoes off and then go in there and relax. Make sure your joints smell all right. Okay, Justin Rhodes, good morning to you. Lots of great things going on this week. Thanks for the shout out, not a problem. Don't forget to purchase your meat raffle tickets at the Aurora Regional Fire Museum. That's right. You can purchase, I'm clicking see more, but I can't see more. Um, I know it off the top of my head. Let me see if I can get it right. You can purchase them at auroraregionalfiremuseum.com. Is that what it says, Monica? Can you read it? Yeah. <laughs> Monica. <laughs> Don't forget to purchase your meat raffle tickets at the Aurora Regional Fire Museum. Oh, yeah, you were right. See? Uh, <laughs> you can uh, purchase them online or at the museum. You have the meat. I mean, we have the meat. <laughs> Hello. <have> the <laughs> 22, 2022 raffle tickets, meat raffle. Grab a ticket for your chance to win a package of meats from Family Farm Meats in Hinkley. Winner will be drawn at 7. And my computer just died, so I can't read the rest of it. Oh, <laughs> we got to get Monica a new computer. You have the meats. Don't forget that. That's the most important part. Um, got to. <laughs> um, two more quick pieces of news for you guys. And I actually, Monica, you know what? Take me. Oh, the belly dancers will be back too. They usually go on at 7.30 p.m. Might perform at them again. Awesome. Good stuff. Monica, take me to a commercial. Take me to a commercial. I have some news to deliver to these great people. I have some breaking news. Where did it go? Where did it go? Ah, here it is. Fox Valley Hands of Hope presents Grief Outdoors, <clears throat> excuse me, Family Forest Days. This one-day camp brings together families who are coping with loss for a day of support, learning, and outdoor fun. With our trained volunteers, clinical staff, and the natural resources in Kane County's own backyard, Family Forest Days offers a chance to honor last, excuse me, lost loved ones and receive compassionate support while making new memories together. Lunch is provided to all participants. Uh, registration is open now for the spring session. This will be Saturday, April 30th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Leroy Oaks Forest Preserve. Uh, we've shared this. The program is free to charge, excuse me, free of charge to families. Space is limited. If you have any questions, please email grief support at, um, actually, can you type this, please, Monica? Grief support at, oh, wait, no, you can't type it. Okay. Uh, well, we'll make sure that it gets typed. <laughs> I'll type it, actually. I was going to type it on here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Grief support at, F-V-H-H dot... that again? Grief support at... Yeah, F-V... F-V-H-H... Dot net. All right. Now, I want to talk real quick before I get into the next piece of news. The time is 8.45 a.m. Um, Monica mentioned... Thank you very much, Monica. 
See, we got more than a million. We got more than one way to get you the news. We will get you the news. Even if we have to knock on your door and bring it to you. Hello? Yeah, hey, good morning. Hey, we brought you the news. Oh, what? I was tuning in. Well, you, you get double whammy. Okay. Monica talked about the guns, kids' gun safety course hosted by the Kane County Sheriff's Office. This is April 9th from 10 a.m. to uh, 10 a.m. to noon. This is very important. This is not the topic I'm going to land on here, uh, but I do want to highlight this and the work being done about it. Um, this is important for a couple of reasons. One, um, I don't think that enough people here in our local area appreciate the safety advances that have been made for guns, like gun locks, uh, like even more secure cases and everything like that. That's very important. Um, you know, you hear a lot about firearms, the Second Amendment, and all that kind of stuff, but safety, safety, safety um, is more important and should be the, the first thing you're thinking about. That's the overall safety. The second thing is, is that of all the activities being done by the Kane County Sheriff's Office, I like that they're able to walk and chew bubble gum at the same time. What do I mean by that? Well, I'll tell you what I mean. Walking and chewing bubble gum at the same time, as we know, is just highlighting that you can do two things at once. So in addition to the opioid um, training and opioid reduction and the numbers going down on people ODing in jail and coming into jail with the with the rise of all the different services that the Kane County Sheriff's Office is trying to offer people to end or cut recidivism. It is good to see that, like, you know what I'm saying? They work in the jail and they work outside the jail. I like that. I like seeing that. They're walking and chewing bubble gum at the same time. Talk to your kids and their caregivers. Basic gun safety rules, storing guns safely, gun disposal, uh, what to do at a friend or a neighbor's house if you see a gun or if someone is carrying a gun. These are, excuse me, these are um, very important topics and this is, this is more proactive than reactive. That's what it's doing. It's making sure that people understand what's going on, no gun safety, know what to do if they see something and how to better protect themselves with that information that knowledge and it's geared towards families kids and young people so i think that that's very good because it's just another way to help many different populations at the same time help people who are trying who are you know who, who are transitioning from the department of corrections back to life and keep guns out of the hands of young people. That's a good thing. Uh, so glad to see that. Shouts out to the Kane County Sheriff's Office. Okay. Uh, but here's the story. The time is 848. Craft Urban is coming, 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 coming to downtown Aurora, and they got a liquor license. The Aurora City Council recently created a liquor license for the Craft Urban Restaurant downtown which is eyeing an opening in late spring. The Class D downtown core licenses for on-site consumption only and we and will be issued by the liquor commissioner, who is Mayor Richard Urban. Craft Urban, which already has a restaurant in downtown Geneva, is planning to open a 5,600-square-foot place with 265 seats on two stories at 41 South Stope Avenue. The second floor will be overflow seating and could be used as a banquet facility. Owner Bernie Laskowski also plans to use the now vacant lot at Stope Avenue and Downer Place for outdoor seating. He said the restaurant will have a, quote, great bar atmosphere, close quote, and it could also be a place where people come for lunch meetings. Bless you, Monica. Thank you. Okay. Laskowski has been working feverishly through the winter to get the building ready. He purchased it in 2010, and he and the city struck a redevelopment agreement from restaurant... Uh, Wait a minute. See? Now you see this? Now you see that? <laughs> That's funny. Now, because I can't get all of the juice, I'm going to have to omit that. So I'm going to... So Leskowski has been working feverishly through the winter to get the building ready. But things were on hold during the pandemic in 2020 as Leskowski had to spend money just to keep his restaurant in Geneva afloat. 
Uh, in November of 2021, the city agreed to grant Mr. Laskowski another $350,000 money the city plans to get from Federal American Recovery Act funds. It is on top of the $600,000 the city originally agreed to loan Laskowski. He will now have 15 years to pay that money back instead of 10. One of the reasons for the increase is that the project's redevelopment costs almost doubled from an estimated excuse me, $725,000 to about $1.34 million. Laskowski is adding in another $450,000 of his own money to the project. Interesting. The entire project will be about $2 million. The restaurant will be open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., seven days a week. Wow. So Craft Urban, what do you guys think about that? Craft Urban coming to downtown Aurora. Monica, what do you think about it? Excited about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll have Craft Urban. Mm -hmm. We'll have Altero mm -hmm. uh, right there in the same little street on on Stope, mm -hmm. right across from uh, Zen Loft. And mm -hmm. so, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it'll be right outside our door. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. We can what do, do lunch. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> right. Coffee. Yeah, where the beer list at, huh? IPAs, y'all got them? Um, yeah, no, it'll be, uh, hey, this is the development that we want to see down here uh, in the city. So I'm looking, I'm looking mm -hmm. forward to it. Plus, here's what I'm looking forward to, quite frankly. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to that corner there and that building just being occupied with something. It could have been a lot. It could have been a Barnes & Noble for all I care. Um, I just wanted something there because that's a nice little stretch. Mm-hmm. Now, on, there's a gate in the front, and during the wintertime, I think it's Marissa organizing it, whoever it is, they they um, they um decorate that fence out there sometimes. They put, like, sweaters and things like that. Okay. There was, a, there was like, a spider web there um, one Halloween. So it's been decorated, but nothing is as decorative as uh, an establishment, a building with people out there having a good time. So we'll see about that. The time is 8.52. All right, the last piece of news I got for you. The very last one, ladies and gentlemen. It's a busy day. We've been through a lot it's of news. It's a newsy day. It is a newsy day. <laughs> it is. Uh, let's see. Last piece of news. Chris Rock slapped by... Oh, wait. Just hang it. Hold on. Did y'all see that slap, though? <laughs> We're not going to talk about this. This is a family show. <laughs> this is a family show. Monica and I, Monica and I chopped it up about that ad nauseum. Uh, before Javier Burgos, good morning. We did put the news out there about the in-house in-house coffee subscription program at Java Plus. Alejandra, good morning to you as well, y'all. Yes, that's right. Michael Rayford, I want to invite to be on my show. Okay, yes, and uh, Emily, so excited about this belly dancers. We talked about that. Okay, listen, listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Aurora's eyeing an $8.4 million contract. How much time I got? 8.53. Two minutes. Aurora's eyeing an $8.4 million contract for road work uh, to resurface about 40 lane miles of road during this year. Alderman on the City Council Finance Committee recently recommended the bid from the project for the project from Hinsdale-based Builders Paving LLC. One of two companies to bid. It was the lowest bid, about 2.5% less than the engineer's cost estimate. Building paving, builder's paving, excuse me, also had the lowest bids on the project in 2017, 2018, and 2019. They outbid Geneva Construction Company as they did this year. Geneva Construction did the program for the city in 2020 and 2021. Those two companies are the only companies that have bid on the city's resurfacing contract each year for many years. The city maintains about 1,300 lane miles of streets using pavement services with a life expectancy of about 20 to 25 years this year. The city is resurfacing about 40 lane miles in 2020. It did about 46 lane miles. And in 2021, almost 36 lane miles. The city pays for the resurfacing from several different money sources, the largest of which is state motor fuel tax funds. Along with recommending the resurfacing program contract, the Finance Committee recommended appropriating $3.3 million in motor fuel tax to help pay for it. 
The other sources of funding for the road work are about $2.5 million from the Neighborhood Improvement Line item in the Capital Projects Fund, $1.6 million in local motor fuel tax, which the city levies, $500,000 from Community Development Block Grant Funding, CDBG, $248,700 from the 7th Ward Projects Fund, $125,000 from the Water and Sewer Sanitary Fund, $53,000 from the 3rd Ward Projects Fund, and $34,000 from the 9th Ward Project Funds. So the alderman kick in from project funds, it appears. The projects take place in all 10 wards across the city, and Mr. and Wiedner said the city likely will begin the east side and work towards the west side. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. New roads coming soon. New roads. Who this? Uh, the time is 8.56 a.m. What happened? What happened? You mean with the roads? I don't think anything happened. Uh, it appears that roads are only good for 20, 25 years. That's, yeah. The city um, using payment services, the roads have a life expectancy of 20 to 25 years. So, interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. All right, so it's 8.56. Look at this. All the news. Um, it's 8.56. It's Monday. We're back. Uh, and we got a whole lot of good stuff taking place this week. We got some great things. Don't forget Buenos Dias Aurora Wednesday. Um, it's going down. It's going to be a great episode. We're excited for that. Um, but, yeah, a whole lot of stuff happening. So don't forget that our two-year anniversary party is coming up in May. Um, that's going to be a good time. We'll be at McCarty Mills. Um, so stay tuned. Yay! Yes, that's right. Give it up. Stay tuned for more information about that. Um, we've got things coming. We've got things coming. Monica, did we... Did we... Did we forget any... Yes, we... Oh, Yeah. We did. Go ahead. You right, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the fourth <laughs> annual softball classic is Sunday, July 10th from 10 to 8 p.m. at Prairie Point Community Park in Oswego. There will be, or uh, we will have fun-filled day with for families in our community. There will be a total of 16 adult softball teams, eight women's and eight men's, free food, drinks, and activities for kids. Awesome. Awesome. Brooke Shanley, yes, we will see you Friday. Brooke Shanley will be here Friday, ladies and gentlemen. We'll get to talk to our dear friend Brooke um, and learn many great things. It'll be Brooke's second episode with us. So stay tuned for that. Well, I had a... Um, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad that it's Monday. I'm glad we're back during the week. Um, yeah. All day yesterday, I was like, man, I can't wait till Monday. I can't wait till, you know, to be back with all of you uh, great people at home. So, thank you to all of our listeners, our fans, our subscribers, and friends of the show. We appreciate all you guys. Have a blessed day today. Have a strong, positive week. And above all, take care of yourself and each other.